Welcome into the Leadership Legacy Podcast, where we interview influential leaders, learn the why, and how they turn their passions into progress that set them on the path to leaving their legacy. to the Leadership Legacy Podcast. I'm sitting in the brand new, still being worked on office of Andrew Pace of Southeast Mortgage. Correct, yes. Andrew, thanks so much for taking the time out today to, Thank you to for sit having and me. chat. Yeah. This is going to be awesome. Uh, we've got Holt Ingalls on the camera of HI Productions as well, as always with Andrew. So Andrew, just very quickly before we get into all the, the YouTube stuff and the mortgage industry, Tell me a little bit about your story. Where'd you grow up? Absolutely. Where'd um, your love of Auburn come from? Yeah, well, uh, grew up in Ohio. Um, then um, after high school, my father got transferred to Atlanta. So okay. went down to Hotlanta when yeah. I was about 19, 18 years old. And uh, started my real estate career there doing real estate. And my family always had a lake house. So obviously we had to sell our property, moving from north to south. Mm-hmm. And we found Lake Martin. So easy breezy. Yeah. Uh, went from Atlanta, started doing real estate there. Then I went and did real estate at the lake, or I thought I wanted to do real estate at the lake, yeah. but I ended up playing a lot more than I did. Yeah. Uh, went back to school, wanted to be an accountant, uh, met a mortgage person, and right in, fell in for, into the mortgage business right from there, and been 10 years strong. Awesome. Bought the company a couple years ago, and was very blessed uh, recently to be merged with Southeast Mortgage. When you're when you're running a company and when you're you know in business for yourself, you've got to have people kind of supporting you. you know, yeah, very you much so. Support staff. Um, what do you look for in a in an employee in the mortgage industry to help you out? Uh, a good, very good question. It's not so much specifically. I, I can train almost anyone to mm-hmm. be a mortgage originator or mortgage professional, but what I look forward to is family and loyalty mm-hmm. and trust. I've, we've gone through trials and tribulations over the, over you know your lives. You know we all do, yeah. but the loyalty and the trust and the support of those people behind me mm-hmm. is number one. If I can't trust you or you can't trust me, I I, I don't need you. Yeah. So you don't necessarily have to have a, a, a PhD in, in accounting to, mm-hmm. or finance to be a mortgage professional. You have to have you know the basic knowledge and, and people skills um, and and. Be able to talk and, and be able to get out there and be aggressive yeah. uh, but number one is family everyone that works for me is a part of my family that's awesome my next question kind of deals with the internal drive that you have to, to get up every morning to pound the streets mm-hmm. to try to sell you know try to help people you know buy homes um, what what drives you to do that the drive I have is is first and foremost my family um, I have two young children and you know you have to be a good father you have to you know be a support system so i get up every day wanting to make sure that they have the best of the best or be able to offer them really a good life um i've always wanted to be successful i've always had that i've always kind of had people question me or hold me back or mm-hmm. or question me mm-hmm. so my drive is to prove them wrong um yeah. i'm always about I can do it, and I hope that you tell me I can't do it because I'm going to even drive harder. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit, and I've always wanted more and more and more. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it has been at times uh, taken time away from other things that I should have probably spent more time on. Mm-hmm. But as any entrepreneur, you're gonna have you're gonna have to give up something to to gain something. Yeah. So uh, my drive is my family, God, and 100% truthfully, money. Yeah. And ability yeah. to to be able to provide for my family. Yeah. Absolutely. And you talked about that support system. You know, it's as an entrepreneur, the p- people who aren't entrepreneurs who just go to a day job, eight to five, I'm sure they respect their families and they, you know, they, they see the support that their families have to give them too. But I think when you're an entrepreneur and you're, you know, you're grinding, your day doesn't start at eight and it doesn't end at five. <laughs> no. no. It's pretty much all day long. Um, you have to have that strong support system at home to be able to, on a whim, go go off to wherever you need to go to get, get the job done. And for an entrepreneur, entrepreneurial family, it's really, really important to have that, that support structure. And yeah, you're right. I mean, being able to provide for your family and, and being driven by not necessarily the love of money, but the ability to you know, pull that those financial resources in to make to make your kids happy and to provide for them what they need and sometimes what they want and for your family is I think everybody should have that kind of drive. You know? Yeah, um, and to be able to give back to the community and to, very to much help so. Others. Yeah, is and that's a very big part of the mortgage business. The love that you have that I have is of watching someone buy their first home for the very first time. Yeah, and the ability to do that and be able to provide and and help them achieve that goal. Mm-hmm. That in, in itself is is amazing. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a wonderful feeling, and yes, as an entrepreneurial spirit, your your day does not start eight to five. You don't punch a clock. You yeah. don't work for somebody else. It's very high stress. Where when in the position that I've put myself into, a lot of people pull at you in many different mm-hmm. ways. Yeah. So you need to be able to manage as best as you can mm-hmm. um, your time. And and it, yes, you're absolutely right. At times. You get a phone call at seven o'clock at night, eight o'clock at night, Saturdays, even you know before church, after church. Mm-hmm. You know it's a twenty-four hour a day, seven day a week job. Yeah. Um, but with time and, and effort come the benefits and the rewards. Yeah. And it just depends what what degree do you want of yeah. your reward. Exactly. And yeah. it also affords the ability to not have to work and be able to take a vacation with your family. Yeah. Because you work for yourself. And at some point, it also gives you the ability to say, like in the service industry, sometimes it gives you the ability to say, no, you know, I can't, I can't help you. Um, you have, you have the, even, I would imagine in the mortgage industry, you still have the ability to kind of, um, kind of look and see, okay, well, this, this is where this person's coming from. You know, maybe what we have, is it something that we can necessarily offer them at this point in their lives, but they may be able to go over here and get something as a stepping stone Correct. to maybe come back to you later. They do you, They do offer the ability of being in the mortgage business. It does offer the ability to guide people through mm-hmm. their lives. And at times, you have to say no, at least at that point right now, to get into a home. Yeah. But you can guide them on some fina- some basic financial abilities yeah. to say, hey, step one is this, step two is this. Then yeah. on step three, then you can come see me. Yeah. And then we can get you into that brand new house. Yeah, and that that's that's very rewarding as well to kind of cha- you're changing someone's life. Yeah, um, and or just guiding them. Yeah, uh, and they trust you with most likely the largest uh, purchase of their lives. Well, what principles have helped you personally, and um, and in business? The principles that I've always stayed by, as we talked about, with family, 
trust, honesty, and loyalty. Mm -hmm. um, I've only been with one mortgage company. Um, I've not jumped around from bank to bank to bank. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm very loyal, very driven, and just true to yourself. Sometimes you got to say, okay, I've, I've won, I've lost, mm -hmm. I've, I can do it this way, I can do it that way. And, and being work, working for yourself, you can take multiple different paths of how to achieve that goal. Mm -hmm. And I've always stayed tried and true to make sure that it's honest and it's, it's you can lay your head at night and not have to question, did you do the right thing? Yeah. So um, that's pretty much, if you keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. You know, just be honest and sometimes you're wrong. Yeah. Um, bite the bullet and just keep on pushing. Yeah, so you said sometimes you, sometimes you win and sometimes you lose. And that word lose sometimes gets tied up in the word failure. And I don't, I don't like the word failure. You know, some people, some people see the word failure and think of it as a bad thing. And some people see it as, a, as maybe a stepping stone. What, do you, what does failure mean to you? And you know, do you embrace the, the deeper meaning behind the failure? Or Yeah, uh, failure is, in, in my opinion, again, as we talked about, sometimes you win and sometimes you lose. Mm -hmm. Losing or failing. Uh, in my opinion, gives me the ability to kind of step back for a second or two and say, okay, what happened? How did it happen? And to learn from it. Mm -hmm. And then when most likely you are presented with that situation again or a similar situation, you know what not to do. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of, you know, you, you kind of like growing up as, as a child, mm -hmm. you know, you don't stick your finger in the light socket because, you know, or you'll do it once, yeah, but you, do you know, don't do it. You won't do it again. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, making a mistake, failing at something shows you, it makes you humble. Mm -hmm. So it, 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 in my opinion is it, it teaches me, okay, I'm not going to do that again. And, or I'm going to do that act again, but I'll be able to over, you know, be able to accomplish the actual goal and not fail. Yeah. So it's a, it's a learning ability is, is how I perceive it. Uh, a growth, you know, as we all get older, hopefully we get smarter. Transitioning to, to dealing with, you know, those customers that we kind of talked about where you may have to, you know, guide them into a process where you're not, you, you know that they're not going to be comfortable signing that, you know, signing their life away to a mm -hmm. mortgage right now. Those aspects of customer service, you know, are, are tough, I would imagine, in the mortgage world. What are some of the skills that you've learned over time that kind of help you deal with that? Whether it's somebody that's, you know, it could be somebody that's really, really happy, or it could be somebody that's like really pissed at you because <laughs> yeah. you won't let them borrow, you know, $500,000. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and people, everybody handles things differently. Mm -hmm. um, but the most important thing is, the first and foremost is they need to trust you. Because mm -hmm. again, most likely this is the largest purchase that they'll ever do in their lives. Mm -hmm. So once you kind of have that connection, and, and they trust you as your mortgage professional mm -hmm. or, or just, you know, helping them guide them getting into a home. Mm -hmm. uh, they need to know that you're telling them the truth. And even if it's not the, the, what they want to hear, mm -hmm. you know that, you know, again, this goes back to some of the principles of being honest, being truthful, straight to the point. You know that you can lay your head at night, whether or not they like you or not, mm -hmm. you're doing the right thing for them. Yeah. And they can move on and, and maybe get different advice. Yeah. Um, I've made that mistake before where, you know, I didn't see that angle or I didn't see that that way that they could see it. And sometimes they go on and then they fail. Then they go, wow, maybe I should have listened. Just like myself and, and, and I think anyone included, you uh, sometimes you need to listen versus talk. I think that's a huge skill that a lot of people forget. 
And sometimes people aren't doing it maliciously. They just want to get their they just want to get their word in. Get their point and across. So a lot yeah. of people, I mean myself included, you you want to listen. You want to go ahead and get that next that next thought out instead of instead of stopping and being patient and just listening because there could be something else coming. That's that's a, a, a nugget of wisdom that could just change your life if, mm-hmm. if you just listen more. Before we get into the the into YouTube and <laughs> the other things that you're doing in your professional life, what's been the hardest thing for you in starting the, in starting the business ten years ago and in continuing continuing to, to drive and to grind and to and to make this make this your own haters yeah people come in uh, the people inherently don't like to see other people succeed mm-hmm. um, either it's jealousy either it's just hatefulness mm-hmm. or, or whatever the case may be why what, what why people do what they do I, yeah. I, I don't know yeah um, however that has been to, to stay true to what you're trying to do and what your passion mm-hmm. is and not not diverting that's the hardest thing to do is to continue to know that you're doing the right thing and you could be doing the wrong thing mm-hmm. uh, again we've talked about winning and losing is i've gone down certain ways and then uh, oops nope need to divert and go to a yeah. different way so it's just constant progression mm-hmm. and the people around you have to believe in you and have to have to support you yeah. because at the end of the day you know as an entrepreneur like much like yourself you know you you have to answer to yourself yeah. There's not a boss at the end of the road saying X, Y, and Z. This, you know, there's no review process at mm-hmm. the end of the year. You have to do your own review process and decompress. And yeah. did I do the right thing? Yeah. What worked? What, what, what exactly? So it's, it's a constant battle um, from other competitors, which is a positive. Competition's a good thing. Yeah. Um, and then there's uh, the the challenges of uh, people just wanting to try to just not necessarily compete but to go after you whether yeah. it's you know mortgage to mortgage or it's just you know mind games or yeah. whatever the case may be or sometimes you have a bad apple in the bunch and you have to let them go yeah absolutely yeah i think as as entrepreneurs you have to really surround yourself with people that think the same way that you do that have the same values as you do because there are people on the on the exterior that don't see that 6 a.m. to 12, you know, no, to 11 p.m. No. They don't see that. They don't see. They they may see you as an overnight success where you've been grinding for the last you know 20 yeah. years every day, and and they get they see that success you know kind of start popping up, you know whether it's in a YouTube video or it's you know um, with big clients or or big mortgages that you're signing, and uh, and people just see that as oh they just got lucky. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that that. That jealousy comes into where you know why? Why can I be that lucky? And so, well, <laughs> they don't see me at the office at four a.m. Yeah, sending out emails. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, there is something to be said about hard work and even harder work. And a lot of people don't have that work ethic and expect, especially in this in in this day, a lot of people expect to just be able to start and and be successful. Some people are, yeah, and, absolutely. And, and those people that start, that just start out and become successful. Are incredibly good at what they do. Um, the other people, they've had to work and earn it. Oh yeah. And I think a lot of people don't don't think they have to do that. No, the trials and tribulations that I've been through in the last ten years, there's not many people that would have stuck it out. Yeah. I, I mean, I've been told to leave or to 
quit and mm-hmm. and I just wouldn't do it. And here we are now, you know, brand new location, yeah. building out my very you know my very first brand new from scratch office. Yeah, um, I'm so so blessed blank to be slate. able to blank slate. Absolutely blessed to have the people around me because they did it. They've had a lot of influence on it. It's not not Andrew. There's no yeah. no. So uh, I couldn't do it without them. Yeah. They're my family by far. Yeah, you have to have good people working for you. There's no, there's no way I could, I could be able to take a day, take time away from the business and, and do podcasts or do other things to kind of enhance the business and just the value that we that we bring to our customers without a strong team behind us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really important. Well, let's talk about how you met Holt <laughs> and um, got into the video marketing God side of the mortgage industry. How in the world? Yes. Can you? How in the world do you market mortgages? Well, that's a very good point. That's a good question. Um, I really, uh, well, let's let's revert back to your first question. Is I saw a uh, an ad and or a a, uh, a comment on Facebook about Holt Ingalls HI Productions um, wanting to hey if you need a video. Hey, reach out to him. So uh, literally two minutes from there, I texted him, said, hey, I'm interested in making some videos. I don't have a clue what I'm doing, but yeah. come on with it. Uh, two minutes later, he calls me. Uh, 30 minutes later, he's at my office, and we're talking about how to do videos. Uh, so that was about four or five months ago, I believe. And we started off doing some food reviews in Auburn. Uh, you know, I, I, I enjoy going out for suppers and, and eating good food. So we just spun it one day and we started out with, I believe it was cookout. And next thing you know, 5,000 views later and nine restaurants later, yeah, we've been catered from, from here to, you know, Opelika to Lake Martin. And, you know, we've had top executive chefs, um, David Bancroft at Acre yeah. catered to us and, it's been a fun road and kind of we diverted a little bit with not Andrew as the mortgage. Well, Andrew and Holt just being out in public, having that experience, showing the public yeah. what's that all about. Yeah. And they've enjoyed that. And then Holt's done a, a, a perfect job of really who is Andrew Pace. Mm-hmm. So everybody knows, oh, yeah, I've seen you on YouTube and I've seen your food reviews, but I know that you do mortgages. I sell money. So it's really been more of a, uh, not necessarily promoting mortgages, but everyone knows what I do. Mm-hmm. So it's really just face recognition, Andrew Pace, yeah. he's the mortgage guy, Southeast Mortgage, you know, being a public figure almost. Yeah, it's all um, about the connection. It is, it and, is. And the, the personal connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think Holt can walk into Publix and not have somebody ask him, aren't you Holt Ingalls? Yeah, I'm Holt Ingalls. So, yeah, I mean, um, it, it's amazing the the exposure that you can get. I mean, if you think 5,000 views. Okay, 5,000 views. Maybe some people are watching it a couple of times because it's a really cool video, but 5,000 people in a city the size of Auburn, 5,000 views. It's almost 10%. It's almost 10%. And so you're, I mean, I mean you get, <laughs> you're going to see somebody. Think yeah. about it. 10% of the entire populace of Auburn is watching your video. Yeah. Um, that's the cool strong. Thing is the long tail of that video, too. It's not just when you put it out. As people hear about it or hear about you, they're going to go back and look at those other videos. And it's. Uh, yeah, we did, a, we did a video when I, when I was very blessed to be able to be part of Southeast Mortgage. We did a video going to Atlanta. Uh-huh. And 
that's reached four or five, you know, 4,500 views already. So I, you know, we've been from Atlanta, you know, south and or west of us all the way to Alabama and Auburn. They know who, what we do. Yeah. Um, and he's been pretty impressive and or um, made an impression yeah. uh, of Southeast Mortgage's audio video crew. Hey, I would say this though. We try to go after the organic views. Yes. We try, to, we try to make things that people want to see instead of like throwing mortgages in their face or boring things that they don't want to see. So. That's true. Yeah. Promoting the mortgage business is very challenging. So, again, going back to promoting yourself and making it a fun video, that's really going to make a lot of impact. And statistically, if you want to play with some numbers, if you think about how many people watch television mm-hmm. versus how many people watch YouTube, to have four or five thousand people watch a video on a television commercial, you would spend ridiculous amounts of money, yeah. and it'd be a month long. So YouTube and Facebook have been a huge platform. Yeah. Uh, social media is number one. Yeah, I don't do any advertising except social media. The cost of acquisition on social media is so stupid cheap right now. Oh, it's minute compared yeah. to you know you could spend. $5,000 on, on TV commercials yeah, and you'll only have that commercial run 5,000 times. And most people are DVRing oh, yeah. and skipping through that. It doesn't oh, yeah. matter how good the quality is, they see a commercial, fast forward. Yeah. Um, but the when you're hitting people in social media, they're expecting that and they want to see that and that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's what that's for and the ability to target those people you can't target, I mean, you can kind of target a little bit in television commercials, like, okay, geographic area. Yeah. But, I mean, the ability to target who you want to target in specific cities or oh. specific income levels. Age groups, education genders. Uh, yeah, it's it's insane how you can yeah. geo-target everything. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun, to yeah. say the least. Well, what's, the, what's been the hardest thing in creating that content? I've always had a passion Um you know, being an Italian Catholic kid is I always enjoy food. My family and, you know, mm-hmm. we've, my family's always been around food. So that was an easy transition for me to be able to talk about mm-hmm. that. Coming up with the ideas was, and I don't know if that's, it's just, we were just sitting around one day shooting the stuff. I said, hey, let's grab lunch and cookout was there. Mm-hmm. And it just clicked. Yeah. So, and after that, we just stuck to that. And then we started doing some other you know, Auburn versus Opelika videos mm-hmm. and kind of get an idea of what the two cities are different um, and what the positives and negatives of, of either one of them are. Mm-hmm. Um, but the hardest part of it is is, is 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 content. You know, you can come up with a great idea. Hey, let's, let's go to Acre. Mm-hmm. But you don't know what you're going to order. You don't know if you're going to get this. You don't know if this is going to happen yeah. or this is going to happen or you always have the threat of what are you doing with a camera in a in a restaurant or in a in a, in a fine establishment or yeah. and luckily very blessed Auburn and Opelika has has never thrown us out. Yeah, and we have a great community. And, oh and both yeah, Auburn and Opelika. Just the the I mean they're both small towns. I mean they're growing like crazy. Oh yeah, because of the university and because of all the industry that's coming in, but. Mm-hmm. It's still a small town. Every kind of everybody kind of feels like they're part of a family, and we are. We're all family. Very much so. And um, I love that that aspect of, of this area and just the support that everybody gives you. Hey, you know, come into Coffee Cat with your video camera. You know, come into Acre. Come into you know anywhere. Amsterdam's, Amsterdam's Hamiltons. Yeah. 
you know, even downtown historical Opelika, we were, uh, a gentleman was walking his dog, came up and wanted to see what we were up to. You know, yeah. just talking, supportive. Yeah. You know, it's, it is a community-based support yeah. system. And that's what makes myself and, and HI Productions successful. So what's your advice to someone wanting to get into the mortgage industry? Um, any any go-to resources that you want to share or any advice you want to give people that are, that are just getting out of college or, you know, deciding that they want to change careers? Yeah. Um, come see me first. Uh, and in all seriousness, is find a mentor, someone that's patient mm -hmm. and someone that's willing to take the time to train you and just be quiet, listen. Mm -hmm. You know, try not, you know, I know, you know, getting into, into the business world, you're just gung-ho, mm -hmm. wide open, you want to make a difference in the world. Yeah. Best thing to do is, and it's very challenging, and I've, I've struggled with this my whole life, but is I always want to do it, do it, do it, go, 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 go. But recently, just trying to slow down and listen and learn, and you'll get farther yeah. than trying just to you know push a square peg to a round hole. Yeah. Uh, so find a good mentor. Um, a friend of mine in the mortgage business, he hired a coach for a whole year. Wow, and he's awesome. 25, 26 years old. He's a very successful businessman. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm impressed that you know, he took the time and he took the advice and he, you know, he hired a, a coach mm -hmm. for 12 months of how to be a better salesperson. Mm -hmm. And I think he's very, you know, in my opinion, he's very successful. Yeah. I'm, I'm proud of him. That's awesome. So, yeah, just take your time. Shut up and listen. Yeah. Well, I've got one last question that I ask everybody that I interview. At the end of your life, as you're thinking about your family, your friends, the community here on earth, um, as, as you pass in, into the next life, uh, what do you want them to remember you by? What, what do you want your legacy to be? To be a good father, first and foremost. Um, hard worker, good businessman, honest businessman, um, a man that was that will that is supportive of people and always kind of willing to help a, you know lend a helping hand I guess mm -hmm. you'd say uh, just an all-around good person um, and a good father that's that's a deep question yeah yeah I mean you could keep going on and on oh, and yeah, on people people but truthfully as long as I know that people know that yeah he was a good man he was a good father he took care of his family worked hard and he wasn't a lying, cheating, stealing, thief type of a person. Mm -hmm. I would be very pleased with that. I would be very pleased with that. Wanger, thank you so much for your time this thank morning. Thank you. Uh, I know y'all y'all are crazy busy. Yes. The housing market is blowing up like nobody's business in all. Lee Oklahoma County again. is on fire. And uh, and so I appreciate you taking some time out this morning to appreciate you. talk with us. Hey, this is your host Tony Oravet of the Leadership Legacy Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this past episode. It would mean the world to me if you would go and rate this podcast on iTunes and share it with your friends.